Hello, this is Pete Beck III with thirdpeter.com. Welcome to today's podcast, which is part of the Discipleship Foundation series. This is chapter 37, Lordship Matters, Lord of My Time. Each of us has been allotted a certain amount of time here on earth for which we are responsible to God to use it in a way that will glorify and please him. Psalm 90 verse 12 records, teach us to make the most of our time so that we may grow in wisdom. New Living Translation. Since all life comes from, is sustained by, and will return to God, it is only reasonable that we surrender our lives and time to our creator, sustainer, redeemer. Colossians 1, 15 through 17 says, Christ is the visible image of the invisible God. He existed before anything was created and is supreme over all creation. For through him, God created everything in the heavenly realms and on earth. He made the things we can see and the things we can't see, such as thrones, kingdoms, rulers, and authorities in the unseen world. Everything was created through him and for him. He existed before anything else, and he holds all creation together. New Living Translation. Our time here on earth is a gift from God, subject to being retrieved at any moment. What we do with our lives is more important than how long we may live. In God's sovereignty, some of us are given a relatively short time. Others live for a much longer span. Psalm 139.16 says, All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. NIV. From our point of view, life is filled with uncertainty. None of us knows the day of his or her death. These human bodies, though resilient, can also be quickly extinguished. However, according to the Bible, we are safeguarded by him until the time when he has chosen for us to depart from the earth. Psalm 31, 14 and 15 reads, But I am trusting you, O Lord, saying, You are my God. My future is in your hands. Rescue me from those who hunt me down relentlessly. New Living Translation. Our security is found in being in God's Our security is found in being in God's will and presence, not in being removed from evil or dangerous circumstances. On occasion, Hostile crowds of people wanted to put Jesus to death for perceived blasphemy. 
but he was unharmed because his time had not yet come. But when the time arrived for him to die on the cross, he did not resist. Luke 22, 53 through 54. We too should live our lives in bold obedience to the Spirit of God, knowing that our Keeper protects his people. Psalm 121, 7 and 8 says, The Lord keeps you from all harm and watches over your life. The Lord keeps watch over you as you come and go, both now and forever. Knowing this will allow us to calmly pass through the gates of death into God's glory when our time finally arrives. But what do we do with the millions of seconds that pass each year? Are we accountable to God for each one? The answer is yes. Faithful disciples are privileged to surrender each moment of every day to the Lord. Psalm 118.24 says, This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Instead of killing or wasting time, we are challenged to redeem it. Ephesians 5.15-17 says, Be careful how you live. Don't live like fools, but like those who are wise. Make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. Don't act thoughtlessly, but understand what the Lord wants you to do. New Living Translation. Jesus told the parable of the virgins who were unprepared for their master's coming and could not go into the feast. Time waits for no one. When the door of opportunity swings open, we must be ready to enter. When it swings shut, the opportunity has passed. When we're a new disciple, it is wise to prepare ourselves for the future through study of the word and developing our ministry skills. This can usually be done effectively in a discipleship relationship with a mentor, preferably in a local church. We will get opportunities to serve along the way as the Lord sees fit. It is important for us not to think so highly of ourselves that we refuse seemingly menial service. Even our Lord washed his disciples' feet. Luke 22, 24 through 26. The Lord told us in another parable that the one whom the master finds serving his household well will be put in charge of much, but those who are unfaithful will receive punishment. How we serve now prepares us for future promotion if the Lord allows it. Jesus told us that he who is faithful in little things will also be faithful with much, but he who is unfaithful with what seem to be insignificant matters will also be unfaithful with more important things. Luke 16, 10. Our character is revealed by how we approach our responsibilities and influences how useful we can be to God. This brings us to a third consideration. 
We have this lifetime to prepare for an eternity in heaven. We will be rewarded for our obedience and for our love for Christ. Our Heavenly Father is in the process of transforming each of us to look, think, and act like Jesus. If we do not spend our time cooperating with the Holy Spirit in this process of transformation, we may suffer loss in eternity. Paul talks about this in 1 Corinthians 3, 10 through 15. Every day we get opportunities to submit ourselves to God's transformation process, or we can waste our time by being self-centered, stubborn, and resistant, making it necessary for God to discipline us repeatedly regarding the same issues. The Israelites under Moses' leadership spent 40 years traversing the desert when the trip could have been made much more quickly problem was in their hearts. Let us strive to cooperate with God and redeem the time allotted to us. Lastly, we must realize that God does not regard time as we do. To him, one day is as a thousand years. 2 Peter 3, 8 through 10. His transformation process may require many years to complete. We may be old and well past our prime when he finally fulfills a promise he made to us when we were much younger. That is because his idea of what is our prime is much different from ours. Remember, he did not put Moses into action until he was 80. We want to be people who are still bearing fruit in our old age. God is looking for serious people who will be faithful with their time and available for use in his kingdom. Abraham was a very old man when he received his promised son, the beginning of the lineage of Christ. We should never write ourselves off as being too old or too young or too weak or too insignificant. God uses the most unlikely people who choose to submit their lives and time to him in obedient trust. Thank you for listening.